first week of finals done. Bit of controversy came out of it. Uh, which bit? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Sydney supporters whinging. Uh, Maynard, that was my favourite. Maynard's jumping, bumping, bringing the wine and <laughs> a lot went down that week. Jeez, there was some fucking good footy though. There was some good football. Yeah. We got, I reckon we got three out of four tips and I reckon we were bang on with the margins for all of them, even the one that was lost. You said it'd be a close game, genuine 50-50. Yeah. Um, Actually, I tipped Carlton, you tipped Sydney. Didn't you? No. No, both went Carlton. And we did say Portal Copper, an absolute reaming and correct Mundo, 40 plus. If you got on that bet of the day, send a couple of dollars our way. <laughs> did you get on? No, I was... Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> we were just enjoying the, uh, the shit show, but... Um, yeah, big week in footy. We will touch on the games that played, the tribunal, which uh, has caused a. Don't reckon there was too stir. many. Uh, don't reckon there was too many AFL fans not invested to radio or TV last night when, yeah, uh, or, or just social media following it. Everyone had their say on it. That's for sure. Um, Kane tell Corns what, has provided. Tell you what, who's ever. definitely had a say? Who? Hamish Brayshaw. Yeah, he had a, had, a, had a dip. He's just gone right. I'm I'm taking this platform that I've been handed, and I'm uh, trying to get a gig in the media for next year. I think he well, you got a motion with him because it's his brother. But secondly, he spoke well when he did speak. Spoke very fluently. Oh yeah, um, no, he speaks well. He, he spoke a lot of shit. And but he got himself on the camera. Yeah, what shit did he speak? Oh. When he said, oh, clearly you got the AFL, just want Collingwood in the grand final. It's like, that's absolute shit. No, I reckon he's bang on with that. Well, doesn't matter. <laughs> what? I'm joking, you dickhead. Oh, well, it's, hard to fucking, it's hard to fucking tell with you. <laughs> yeah, you're as bad as a female. Um, the first thing we will jump into. Righto. Obviously. Sorry? Carry on. First thing we will jump into is Maynard. Now, we've had. I had a few jump days. into. Yeah, nice, nice wording there. We'll bump, we'll, we'll bump all the other issues out of the way, and then put Maynard at top. Then you know, oh, smother, mate. Is that a better, better, better smother? Analogy? According to some, um, I was in the camp for he's fucked, um, mainly just because of what we've seen over the last two or three years. Uh, firstly, uh, that the issue was leaving the ground and colliding. So that's one thing that has been categorically said you're in trouble for. But then there's been instances this year, last year, Patrick Cripps won a brown off the back of his appeal when he cannoned into that Brisbane player. Um, oh. Same thing, jumping and don't know how he got off there, but his was... his was fucking worse. joke that he got off. His was actually... A- and then won the brown low. Look. Uh, um, watching the incident live, we were literally behind those goals... And it, we had a straight-on view of it. Yep. And because it was a straight-on view, you didn't really know whether he was looking to smother. It just looked like he had jumped and cannoned into him deliberately. But obviously, you look at the replay, you see what happened. Um, the issue for me is when you leave the ground like he did and people go, oh, he didn't have time to, to change what he was doing. But he did. 
he had enough time <laughs> to bring his arms out because his arms were high above his head to smother. And then in that split second, he had enough time to go, well, I'm going to bring my arm down and my shoulder in. So if you look, one arm's tucked in. It's not like he's put both arms across his chest and braced. He's brought one arm in and, and tucked it right across. So he was bracing for, whether it was deliberately for a bump, no one will know, you can't really see, but, but all I know is he's left But it's irrelevant. it's irrelevant whether it's bracing or bumping. Well, it's irrelevant whether it's deliberate as well. Because it doesn't matter whether it's bracing or bumping. Plenty of blokes have got weeks for just bracing to protect themselves. Oh. Now, is that correct? Maybe not. I don't think it's a matter of whether But it's if it's good for the roof, it's good for the veranda. The thing I look at is he left the ground and people, I don't give a fuck what people say because they don't, but it, he left the ground jumping then. He knew that he was going to make contact because of where he was jumping. He was jumping dead in front of a bloke who was vulnerable kicking the footy. So whether he liked it or not, he knew, sorry, not whether he liked it or not, whether he says it or not, he jumped the ground to smother that knowing if I don't smother at least I'm going to. I'm going to make contact in the first five minutes of a, of a, a qualifying final or suit on, my authority. Or on the ground, I saw a replay last night of him saying to the umpire, I had my hands up and then my hands went out. It's like, well, that's a fucking lie. It didn't go out at all. Like, <laughs> it went out. Like, you might have hit him in the face with your hand. Yeah, and it'd, be a, and it'd still be a free kick, but he, but he wouldn't be knocked into the next week. You've used, you've used your body as a cannon. I had, I had someone last night... With a straight, Jesus, with a straight face, I had someone try and say to my face that, well, Brayshaw didn't do anything to avoid the contact. Who? Did and I'm like, I'm like, hang on. Did you bar them for life? Well, no, that was a bit difficult. It was a staff member. Um <laughs> I'm already, sure I'm already do doing too many hours behind the bar. I don't want to do any more. Um, and then not long later, there I said, look, there's replay here. Let's watch this. I said, he's kicked it. He goes, yeah, and he should have avoided the oncoming compa- contact. <laughs> Doesn't fucking matter who it is. No, I didn't say who it was. Oh, say right. Who in their fucking right mind right. would say that? And anyway, uh, I said, his kicking foot has touched the ground... And then he hasn't taken a step and Maynard's run into him. I'm like, where's this possible avoidance you speak of? Look, look, the possibility of being able to avoid that. The fact that we're wasting time even talking about this said individual's stupid analogy is uh, this also ridiculous. This said individual, when I said he'll get three... Absolutely jumped down my neck. I'm like, well, it's not a... Like, and this is why... Yeah, I was looking like getting three or four before that. But, but this is why, why I hate when people go, oh, you're just saying that because you hate Collingwood. It's like, well, I actually don't hate Collingwood. Look. I do. Collingwood aren't the team to me that... And there's too many moronic football fans that are just like, oh, if it's this team, it should be this. And if it's that team, no, nah, it should get off. So all, all the, all this, how long have we known that if you leave the ground, if you jump... Oh, only 25 years. Yeah. So if you jump uh, to uh, get into, uh, whether to bump or to do whatever, if you leave the ground in a contest, um, you're, 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 is that your mercy? 
Yeah. And everyone going, oh, but what if someone you going from... You forfeit the right to defence. Someone going from Mark doing this and that. That is different because you have to have a protection for the player with the football in the most vulnerable time a player on a ground is when he is going to kick it. Because mm. you can't brace for anything. You can't get out of the way. You can't do anything when you're in that motion of kicking. That's why if you get tackled front on, if you get the shirt front, you do all of that stuff, it's to protect the player in the most vulnerable time. That there is exactly why he was going to the tribunal. And I don't give a fuck if everyone says, oh, it's a football act. We're going to start get rid of this notion hang of on, hang it's on. a football hang act. Hang on, and I'll, I'll put that to bed right now. Mm. It's a football act. What about all the blokes who have just legally tackled and got a free kick for holding the ball this year and then got weeks? It's a football act. That's a football act. Uh, so, Shepherd. So, and and people say, oh, but the AFL are jumping at shadows because of the litigation on the thing. It's like, but they're not jumping at shadows. How can you, as a former player, say, oh, my former teammate deserves some sort of compensation for what he's going through, but then not want to stamp out things that lead to that? Yeah, exactly. Like you can't. I'm. I don't usually say you can't have it both ways because because so many things there are you can look at this and you can look at it a different way and there's two two clear sides to to that situation, but this you can't have it both ways. No, nah. For, former players either deserve compensation, and the league has to do something about it to try and stamp it out, or no compensation and let it go. I don't think that's ever going to happen because I think that's uh, there's a big there's a big uh, shit show going down at the moment. But let's have a listen to Ross Lyons uh, what he said on three sixty because not normally do I do I sit there and uh, think Ross Lyon is spitting truth. But have a listen, see what you think. You expecting the um, what do you think they do? I would be concerned uh, when this first came in and the head was sacrosanct. If you elect a bump, you're responsible. If you hit the head, you're responsible. But there's been nuance and grey area added to that. I think that's indisputable. So what level of nuance? And when do you own your action? Is it when you jump off the ground to try and smother when, rather than run to it? So you've got to own your action. I don't think it's just the last bit of contact. I think it's your decision to launch and try and smother and understand where that's going to prepare you into what path. So. Can you make that decision in that really short time? Have you watched time? the game and the decisions some of these players make? They're, the they're game elite. moves quick. The game moves that yeah. quick. And, and look, no, I, I find the footy act, non-footy act, really <laughs> a very simple way to look at things. And I, I just don't think it's got the nuance because shepherding is a football act and smothering is a football act. That, But you've got to do it in a manner that you're not allowed to cause damage, right? So... Um, I think that's too simplistic and not a lens that just doesn't cover it. Pretty hard to uh, say to that bloke, well, you've never played the game, you can't have that opinion. <laughs> yeah. Because um, he's part of the game. The, 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 king of, the king of the football act all week, or sorry, ever since it happened, was Kane Corns and the fact that he said it's a disgrace this is even being looked at just shows that he he, he didn't... His opinion is actually so far gone from what really it is anymore because he's just saying that to get himself talked about in the media so much more. I think. Nah, that's not. He doesn't. He he doesn't have to do that to get himself talked about. 
He's going to have something every week to fucking be on the socials, and that was one of them because it got replay at nauseam. Yeah. He's been on everything going on and on about it, saying the fact that it shouldn't even be looked at shows that he's a fucking he's either a fucking moron or he's trying to get more airtime, one or the other. Yeah, I don't. I don't. He he doesn't need more airtime. Well, there's there's no one in the AFL media that's get that gets more airtime than him. He's a so. fuckwit. Um, the, the the second part of this issue is the fact that um, Maynard obviously didn't read the room on Brayshaw and the family. I think he thinks he's a bit closer to the family than he was when he went round there with a with a bottle of wine and flowers. Wasn't really uh, warranted, I don't think. Uh, sorry, not warranted. Wasn't really wanting him there, the family and everyone that was at home. Um, apparently, there's a fair bit of carry on from from the Melbourne player side of things there too. That's not warranted. What do you mean? Well, uh, a bloke can uh, can be remorseful about the result and still believe that he did nothing wrong. That's great, but coming unannounced, if they said we're going to come around, he would have said, no, don't bother. Players don't have to have someone come around and say sorry. They, they're in the firm belief that this wasn't such an accident as what everyone thinks it is too. So Yeah, but... Doesn't matter whether it's an accident or not. The bloke can still be remorseful of the result. Send a text. Well, we'll just rock up at the house unannounced. Fucking stupid. Shows how much of a dumb cunt he is. Oh. Mate, the guy's got uh, form. Anyone that goes, oh, it's the, the, the guy's got form. He's been suspended. He's been rough with a lot of people. He was rough against Melbourne the last few years. They, they don't like him. Melbourne Football Club do not like Maynard. And then for that, read the room, dick brain. Yeah. I heard uh, Bickley on that yesterday after he, uh, um, in the showdown, hit in Wakeland. Killed Wakeland. <laughs> yeah. Well. Ended career Wakeland. Did it? Oh, who cares? Um, uh, <laughs> Great but, combos today but, with old fucking Grumplick and but, continue. But, oh, shut the fuck up. But, but uh, and Bickley said yesterday, he said, I didn't feel that it was appropriate to be anywhere near his family. I would have never done that. I actually wrote a letter to him. A letter? And I gave the letter to someone at Port Adelaide and said, when you think this is appropriate, can you pass this on to him? He said, but I didn't want anyone knowing that I'd tried to reach out because I was just going to go to the tribunal and cop, cop my whack. Because I didn't want, I didn't want, I'd done the wrong thing and I was embarrassed by what I did. Didn't want the sorry for people feeling for him. Yeah. Oh, he's done right. Yeah. He's done the right thing there. Like, and he got five weeks and missed three finals. <laughs> because and you do that in today's game, probably gets ten. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking murdered but, Wakeland. But it's, but it's like. Read the room. You said about reading the room, like he, he was, yeah. And the fact that... Now, um, it was a Melbourne player that actually let him in. That Melbourne player could have gone, well, wait here, I'll see if you can be... can come in. So, well, yeah. Blame that player. Maybe don't fucking come. Champ. Mm. Got champed. But but also, oh, I don't disagree with you. You, like, this, this, oh... It's a typical... Typical current day thing. I want to be seen to be doing the right thing. Or optics. Whereas, whereas Bickley's decision was, I'm going to cop my fucking whack because I've 
I'm embarrassed with what yeah. I did. We see other players I, that have I want to reach out to the bloke who I've hurt, but I don't want to do it as a benefit to me. I'm see, I, and the, the thing with Maynard is, like, after like, after the moment Viney came up, he's like, oh, I've done the same thing as probably Maynard, but you look at the difference between, like, when Gaff, when Gaff murdered... <laughs> um, Brayshaw. Brayshaw. He was genuinely... Upset at what he did. Yeah, you saw him sitting on, when he on sat the on the bench, and he was Thought. like, "I cannot believe I've done this." And then he like, went to the tribunal and he said, "What happens happens." Like, yeah. I've, I've embarrassed myself. Co- I've done the wrong thing. But then yeah, Maynard didn't really do that. So all this but stuff that's after, a, is but that's a fair bit different. To, like, just breaking a bloke's head with a uh, with a punch is a bit different to yeah to no, what Maynard did. Different. Uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm still not sold on that Maynard didn't 100% know what he was doing. He wasn't trying to knock him out, no. But when he left the ground, he thought, if I don't smother, I'm at least going to... Make contact. I'm going to make contact. Yep. And to anyone that thinks he didn't think he was going to make contact and at some level hurt him... Cause it's, it's, and like you're I talking said, about a bloke that does enjoy making contact. Has form. I actually love that about him watching him play. I love watching the guy play. And, so, so th- and there in itself is why it was... Tribunal suspendable That type of stuff Because he, he made the decision To make contact And he knocked him out Oh look I didn't mean to make it. Didn't mean to knock him out But I was trying and to be physical And assert my authority And I absolutely agree With all of that Wow Didn't mean to knock him out Like yeah. and, and that's why I think The uh, Didn't mean to knock him out Doesn't mean oh, To get off Yeah And I think he's very I think he's very lucky Very lucky to have got off And to be playing And um, Hugely lucky I think the AFL has got. Some I had it at three, th- or, or before before. I feel or, sorry for the next bloke that does it. Whilst, whilst the four hours of deliberation went on, there was lots of conversation in the bar by all and sundry, and I had two results. I had three weeks or zero. There, yeah. I there was no middle, no middle ground. I um. Yeah. So I'll take that as I was right. The fact that, um, that this is where the, the, the biggest issue for Melbourne was and it's where it probably it did help them, it, sorry, it did hurt them in the game is Brayshaw, who's been playing midfield all year now, was taken out of rotation. He's, he's reasonably handy to very, the way they play. Very important. And it took Petrarca out of the forward line where he'd started and had to put him on the ball for 95% of the game now. And your sub that came on wasn't someone who you probably were looking to use as a sub, as a technical not, sub or... Not not after three minutes of the game or whatever it was. And Laurie just wasn't up to it. And it was... Like he's a kid, but he, he, he was so far out of it, it wasn't funny um, on the night. And, um, yeah, you've had... You've lost your, your... One of your gun midfielders had to take a bloke forward mm. and Melbourne's struggled up forward a bit. Um, that's where... The repercussions of the incident. I think that's why a lot of there was a lot of emotion. But they've seen the guys had issues with uh, with the brain. But then there was people talking about our. Um, I don't know who was in the media. Probably Kane Corns again, saying blokes with certain levels of issues of concussion just shouldn't be allowed to play anymore. You'd rule out fucking three quarters of the AFL at times. I, like I heard <laughs> someone on the radio just this morning, um, and they were going down the track of when the tackler or bumper. Um, 
has a duty of care. Mm. And it's like, well, if someone's had that many concussions... Now, this was just a member of the public calling in. Haven't they got a duty of care not to play? Like, like um, it was a bloke from Sydney... Hasn't, hasn't had who, a concussion in about six, five or six years. Who was a bloke from Sydney? Didn't he have one McCartan. last year? Who, Brayshaw? Yeah. No. No? Oh. Maybe year before. Premiership year. Yeah, Premiership year it was. Yeah. Cocked their head knock. That was before protocols came in. Some of the comments are hilarious. Oh, you can tell he hasn't. <laughs> Some of the Collingwood nuffies on uh, Instagram and Facebook when they said, good to see Gus back on the track. Just doing some laps, mind you. Some very slow laps. And people are like, oh, I knew he was faking it. He'd be right. I bet you he'll end up playing this week. What was that? Well, he can't. He's in protocol, so he can't. Secondly, um, he wasn't out there fucking tackling now, people. That was interesting. There was a post from Melbourne yesterday. Yeah. And then they removed it. What post? They put a post of Gus at at training and then later on it was removed from their social media. Bit odd. Yeah, I thought it was very odd. Uh, well, let's move on from now, that. Now, I think it's great that he was able to be, we'll say be at training because he clearly wasn't training, but the fact that he was up and about and and doesn't mean he's, doesn't mean he's a good... Good or or he'll ever play again either. But tell you what, he'd, if if Melbourne are to win this week against Carlton, which is going to be a tough ask too. But if she uh, said, if Brayshaw is right to go, geez, they're going to need him. Some of their middle tier players would want to pull their finger out of their ass and actually uh, start to play rather than just thinking it's going to happen. We speak of the middle tier, and that's probably where they probably failed on uh, on Friday night. Their top level oh. was, was good. Oh, their big guns weren't that good. Who? Big guns are overrated. The, their top three were their three big guns. Petrarca, Oliver and Gorn were by far the three best and got them over the line. Petrarca's decision-making was horrific. Really? Yeah. Okay. Kept on kicking to the opposition and... Blazing away, bombing the ball when he... Oh, they all do that. And that's an issue that uh, they, they play. But if it wasn't for those three, they wouldn't even been in a chance... In an, in an absolute space. Gorn, Gorn, Gorn was game. really good. The uh, the breakdown you could see on game day, uh, live at the venue and also on TV, no doubt, was the, the movement forward and the just continual under-pressure making of their decisions um, to just slam it on the boot. Mm. Um, and you call for people saying, change the game plan. I can tell you, that's not the game plan. But it's when people, uh, players in certain situations, um, can't lower the eyes and hit a lead-up target. And what do you know? What happened in the last quarter? And the amount of, the amount of times... hit up the leading forwards. The, the amount of times even, even blokes, like, and I think it just speaks of Collingwood's level of pressure in the game, the amount of times blokes with the ball inside... The uh, forward fifty mm. that had time, but but ru- like panic, yeah, panics. And like, that, that's purely what it was. And, and Melbourne is a team that performs genuinely well under pressure. Um, oh. and and to see them, not more so. It wasn't even more so a physical pressure. It was the fact that they needed to chase down a bit, and they let Collingwood off the off the hook very very early, which which made that style of play of catch up. Um, some of the things you saw, though, in that last quarter where they, they broke out the middle and they did up, they did hit up that leading forward. They did go a bit deeper but not too deep and hit a leading forward. And imagine imagine if they did that the whole game. 
They've lost by seven points when they've played arguably one of their bottom three games for the year. Now, the thing I find hilarious is for the last seven weeks, people like Lloyd, anyone on radio said they've picked Melbourne for the flag, that they're humming, forward line's humming. And then you have this game and they just say how it's been their problem, forward line issue, forward line issue. For seven weeks leading up, it wasn't an issue. So they've had one bad game. But but the forward line has been the issue because every time they've... There's been no continuity of their forward line because they keep losing them. Even in the last seven weeks. But they kept on getting it done, Mm. which I found... Well, against Sydney, the the, the forward line was brilliant. You had... um, Fritchie was leading up marking and then kicking goals. Fritchie on Saturday night, uh, sorry, on Thursday night was very off. <sighs> that one that fucking near missed the boot. That type of shot where you miss like that just deflates a side instantly. And you could, you could hear 40,000 of the 90,000 groans. Oh, and then the Collingwood were like, you could hear yeah. people laughing. Yeah. That deflates a side. When they had momentum, that would have put mm. them a point oh, behind. Definitely coming. Even kick it behind. Yeah. Even hit the post. Yeah. Like, we're still in this. Um, players missing very gettable shots. Um, decisions to play on when there was a free kick. Like, Smith played on. Mm. Uh, they got given advantage and he was under pressure. Those ones, if you've got a free kick inside the thir- inside 45, fucking stop. Yep. Unless you are 100% going to kick that goal. Mm. There's about four or five goals that not only should... Not when you say they should have... Players kicked. don't stop, though, because they're fucking glory hunters. They love it. Correct. Um, yeah, I thought that um, Melbourne only have to probably go up another 15%. Um, 15%'s a lot. Yeah. They were operating at probably about 40, so... <laughs> that last, the last quarter's where they, they showed when, when they're on, they're on. Um, and, but, they, but they weren't fully on in that last quarter, too. Like the fact that they kept kicking it to the one person you don't want to kick it to, Darcy Hall, he, he, I mean, he had McDonald on him, which was essentially no opponent because uh, saw uh, looked like Robocop walking around out there at times. Mm. So either he has to uh, play super deep or just get on your fucking bike and show that you want to win a flag because it looked like a guy out there that was a bit lost maybe. So what's that? That was his first game since round – sorry, first AFL game since round uh, – Five, mm. like it was. So yeah, it should be his last AFL game if that's what he puts in. Well, with Van Royen out, it's there's no way he's gonna get dropped. He will get a reprieve. But um, I think they've got to stay. He's got to be your big target. They've got to stay small, um, but deliver the footy in right. And mm. I think with Carlton's defence, if you play like you did on sa- on Thursday night, you've got Weedering that'll do the job of of doing what uh, what Darcy Moore did, and uh, we could have a repeat. So yeah, lot all of, right, a lot of change. Their opponent this week will be Carlton, who dispatched of the Swans. They made it it difficult. (laughs) They should have had Sydney done and dusted by half time. (sighs) They they left that door open and Sydney on a roll. If if you went through some of the stats of the alleged Carlton stars and you preempted. If you had a preview of the stat line before the match, Sydney would have gone. My same geez, game multi would have been different. Geez, if these six blokes do this, we win. Mm. <laughs> Plain and simple. Like the fact that Carlton had big name blokes that really didn't 
I think more um, Mills was tagging Crips. Yep. And I think had a lot more touches than Crips oh. too. Um, yeah, I, I can't I can't get a read on Crips at the moment. Don't know if he's injured. Don't know if he's just out of form. Maybe he's just not that good. No, I think he's good. I, I, I don't know. Maybe he's got a bit more support. Now, Walsh was... He, he dragged now, Carlton over the line on the Friday night. Now, now, I'm not calling Walsh middle tier, but the middle tier players for Carlton... Oh, yeah. Were, Akers. Were uh, all those blokes. Akers last, last, pl- last play... The touch or non-touch? The actual one that definitely was touched? No, the, no. The, he's the, the last player of the game. Yeah. He got the ball on the half-back flank... And took off running. And then, on the half-forward flank, tackled the bloke that got his kick. Like, it was... It was, it was his best game. It was... Uh, I wouldn't say ever. The goal he kicked after the siren against uh, Frio over in Perth was pretty bloody good. That was Acres, wasn't it? Yep. On the boundary? Yep. So, what, how was his game that day, though? Yeah, That's one can. kick. Yeah, but that can make a game. Yeah. I'd say it's best on ground with that goal. Um, his yeah, his his when he came to Carlton though, there was a bit of umming and ahhing about how good he actually was and what they paid to get him, all that type of stuff. Um, I think uh, I think that was a brilliant game. But J- like Jack Martin, Martin's uh, another player. I reckon Frio could have done with him this year. Frio could have done with him. Um, Martin's game was brilliant. Well, his, his last half that, was brilliant. And and like those defensive marks. I've never seen him take defensive yeah. marks. Drifting back, acting like a tall. Right. Um, and that's where he, he's a player who's maligned for how much they cost he, to get him he, there too. He's a bloke that he's... When Ablett was injured when they were both at the Gold Coast and he oh, ab- huge. absolutely carried that midfield. Him and Harley Benil, remember? They were both yeah. getting 40 touches a game. And, and like, if you get... Half of that out of him a year. Well, he's a, he's a player that probably didn't build his engine enough to go into the midfield full-time, and that's probably his own yeah. his own self-sabotage because he's very sublime skills and an amazing agility. Um, but we're not going to see him do that this week because he's, he's out. And he's had his two games reduced to one. So, Which? Which I think is fair because if Van Royen got one, there's no way that um, Jack Martin could get and, two. And... I think that's somewhere where the AFL Tribunal are kidding themselves a bit. Consistency is horrific. These deliberate, and I've heard all the people try and defend the Martin thing. It's like, oh, but he was going for the book. No, he fucking wasn't. He's got a clenched fist and he's swinging toward the head. Like, like. Wasn't an open hand. Did you you just accidentally burp then? (laughs) You might have. Here's a clenched fist. Like, like another trying to trying to be physical when it's backfired on him. Yeah, but and didn't backfire as much as it probably could have. But well, Van, um, Van Royen's elbow very lucky to get one way. <sighs> He's done the old uh, uh, Gary Ablett senior running past uh, or a Reese and, Jones, and and instantly was like him and his head was going oh oh well, shit and like had hands up going. Oh, bloody hell, you're off. off. I reckon when that came through to Melbourne one week, they've gone, except except, Uh, except, except before they realised they fucked up and and gave it one, but very lucky to get one. Um, But uh, Carlton's Carlton's midfield, um, 
they started, stopped, started, stopped. I think the one that didn't stop was was Walsh. Yeah. Um, in saying that, Kerno didn't have a very big game at all. Yeah, two goals. He yeah. didn't really have a telling influence on the game uh, as a target. I'm not sure that it was as quite as bad as some people say. Um, a common medalist, you really want to have at least five or six shots on goal in a final. Yeah, right. I don't think yep. he got close to that, did he? Um, just, just keep going for a second. I've, I've got a. Well, we'll, a we'll, we'll go to his sparring partner who couldn't have covered himself in less glory, um, and probably has done it, done his team a service by being concussed. Is Harry Mackay? Um, you couldn't deliberately miss those goals if you tried. But you'd, you'd almost have to stand, if you're standing five metres out and you manage to kick it almost into the point post, the, the, the mental side of it is one thing, but his action has got to be that shot to shit that you cannot kick a drop punt from four metres out directly into the goals. I'm astounded that someone at that level has issues with his ball drop when he's a forward and, as you call him, a fake Coleman medalist or pretend Coleman medalist. Um, Which one? Mackay. Because oh, I call them both that. Well, they're not both that. Um, the Mackay, when he kicked twenty four goals in a COVID year, yeah, that's uh, that's well, not twenty four, thirty four, something like that. I've I've probably had to swallow my words on Kerno now that he's done it for a second time. Probably, yeah. And it was almost a reasonable season, so. But for Mackay to, to not be able to kick a drop punt like he does, it's not only concerning; it's a bit baffling that. In, in a professional era when you have specific coaches for, for everything, that they can't fix a ball drop, an action, anything like that, um, even mentally. He doesn't even want to have a shot at goal. So, And that I saw a tweet when McC- they said Mackay's been ruled out this week in the concussion protocols and someone tweeted it saying it's got from bad to worse for Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I had a good laugh, but... Um, Fuck, if he so can fix his kicking, he's going to be a top four, a top three forward again. So this was uh, Kerno's night. 15 possessions, yep. six of them contested. Only four score involvements, which... Score involvements? Yeah. Which... Isn't like, shots. Which, like you said, you want to be having six shots. Yeah. He, he should be ten involvements. Oh, how many shots did he have? Um, he had one goal assist... 360 metres gained, one goal, five inside 50s, four contested marks. How many behinds or how many shots? Was he just get one no, shot? No, I'm goal? just going on a tweet from Mark Alvey. Oh, because he... AFL app and looked at his actual no. stats. <laughs> well... He... Uh, but they still won. So it was their smalls that did the damage. It was their medium-sized forwards that, that got them through. Um, if Melbourne can contain him and then a few of their smalls... Um, it's going to go a long way to winning the game, but I think that battle is going to be midfield and Melbourne's oh, forward line. And yeah, you, Melbourne you'd probably give line. Melbourne the upper hand in the, in the midfield if they get on top early. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I think you've got Pitnett, who's not really in form as a ruckman, gone in very hot form, but has a broken toe apparently. I reckon Melbourne are fox in there. You reckon? Mm, got no idea. Just. <laughs> Well, Sydney are done and dusted, and what were you talking about the talkback? Bit of bit of issues. Well, as on I left, as I left the house that I watched the uh, footy at, yes, I turned the turned the car on, and and the SEN after match coverage came on, 
and Sydney supporters ringing in saying how they were robbed by goal umpire decisions. I'm like, well... Robbed by a touch. How the, how the table turns in a couple of weeks. It didn't seem to bother you a fortnight ago. But I do think with, uh, with all the hoo-ha about how Carlton's on a final and everyone was just so pumped about that, and then the Maynard incident, it's kind of gone under the rug a bit more again with that touch. Like, there was no way you could tell on TV whether it was touched or non-touched. Mm. So once again, you've got inept vision, which we've known about for, for a long time. Um, and once again, shouldn't be using Fox and Channel 7 cameras for adjudicating the game. So it was, how far out from goal was it? Do, do Fox and Seven buy the umpire's whistles? Probably. No, they, they um, don't. The, the way, so he originally called it touched. So the umpire's called it touched. Once again, I reckon it's a bit of the old, we'll call touch and see if it wasn't. Whereas the yeah. other goal umpire for the other decision said, I'm going to award it a goal, but we, I want to see if it could have been touched. So that's I think that's the difference in two umpires at two different ends with but, two different decisions. But what's the like? What's the directive? Hundred percent. That's your question. Which like, and is there one what, umpire who goes? I'm a professional to know that. I reckon yeah. it's a goal, but it might not be. Whereas now the, the other blue, one is going the on blue the here side. by the South Australian based goal umpire. Yeah, and I assume he's South Australian based goal umpire. Um, the one here, I don't care that he made the wrong decision. He made a decision. Yeah. And backed his decision. Two different things. That was a review issue. Yeah. 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 That it's, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. But clearly you just want the goal umpire making a decision. Back yourself in and then the arc comes over the top I think if there's an issue. I got way too much heat for an issue. That, Fucking ridiculous. Like the fact, oh, Spe- especially the next day, the outgoing CEO with his oh, press yeah. conference and just throws him under the bus. Even said on the that, last that I've, suspe- I've suspended him, oh, we've stood him down, and he knows how serious it is, and it's a human error. It's like no, the issue no. was never the human error. He he made a good decision. It was a bad decision, like, but he backed his decision, and it was wrong. It was but a you stinker wa- decision. But, but you want made, the yeah. you want the goal umpire just making a decision, and then the art can come over the top if there's an issue. And th- this whole. Um, Issue of saying, oh, you can't bring the ball back once it's been playing for 10 seconds. Yes, you can. Bullshit. Absolutely you can. They do it in soccer. They do it in every other sport. So it's not whinging about that. Well, but that issue like there... In rugby union, the referee pays advantage and sometimes brings it back after like... 20, 30 seconds? No, no, like, like a minute of play. If, he, if the referee doesn't deem the advantage that he paid to be advantage a minute later... He will bring it back, and that and there in itself is is an issue with the art. But the fact that you had two goal umpires doing two different things and it created two different outcomes. Yeah, yeah. Is so what? There's an issue. What? What's the directive? Do you pay the lesser of two, or do you pay? Because yeah. no, I don't think there's any way that that goal umpire could see fifteen meters away, or how far away was it? That one that was touched. Uh, top of the goal square, wasn't it? Cause it? But see, touch shouldn't be... Touch isn't the goal umpire's... Decision, you reckon? You can well, take it out of their hands. Well, well, if, I, if, if it's touched on the line, yeah. that's his thing. If it's touched off the boot 50 out, that's not the goal umpire's uh, job yeah. to adjudicate that. And if it's been... Um, when is, 
that, like I said, that first guy said, look, I'm going to water it a goal. And you could hear him on the mic, I'm going to water it a goal, but I want to see if it could have been touched. And, of course, you could see the ball coming in and, spinning and, and then it stopped. It, but was, one, it was definitely touched. But, but once again, I'm going to award it a goal. I want to see if it could have been touched. Well, hang on, hang on. Is it a goal or is it not? It's awarded a goal. And yeah, then, no, 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 but, yeah. but it's just we're, we're putting extra, an extra level in for the goal umpire. He should just go, I'm paying a goal. But this is the other thing. We're stopping goals from a, a, a whisker of a finger now. But that, it, if it's a goal, we'll see if it's definitely not a goal. We've we got run outs by, by a millimetre now and, and LBWs by... Yeah, because they can actually determine it. <laughs> we can't. Yeah. Well, the, foot, the, the technology in footy can't. So, But what did you call it? Ironic or... There was a level of irony. A level of irony that the Sydney supporters who, let's just say a fair few of them, were quite happy to get stuck in the Crows people, um, got dealt the same hand. Mm, bad luck. Stiff, bad luck, Swanee. Stiff shit. Let's move on. Um, GWS St Kilda. I was going to say, we'll dive into your favourite game, but we won't. GWS St Kilda. Kilda, the orange team. There's a big, big sound, and it's coming to Adelaide. And, uh-huh. and it's coming be, from the west of the town, but, but it's I coming. I tell you right now, the port people should be worried. Because um, they play. And nothing's gone port's way as far as... Uh, Kenzie Dunn. Yeah. Is he actually out? I'm not sure. It didn't look good, though. No, it did not look good. Especially when they used a sub that didn't need two, to be used. Two, two minutes beforehand. And then two blokes went yeah. down injured. Like... But when you see a bloke, and doesn't matter how old he is, but a bloke as old as Mackenzie, throw the mouth guard down like that, you just go, oh, fuck, he knows that he's... Like, he, he's not angry about tonight being injured. I think he's gone, I'm out for the season. He, he knows that he... Was it knee or ankle? It was ankle. Uh, I thought... Initially, I thought knee, but yeah. then the replay going on, it's definitely ankle, so... He, um, yeah, he knew he was fucked, and... We'll start off first with the issue at hand at Port Adelaide. And it was always going to be an issue going into that game was their defence and who they've got there. McKenzie going down didn't help, but that was a bit later when the damage was starting to get on top of them. But they are definitely exposed down uh, down in defence. And you've got a side who's got some big forwards again in GWS and their forwards are in form too. Yeah, Um, And I reckon... I reckon they're going to find themselves in a spot of bother. Um, their their Fords, geez, that their only shining light up forward was a guy who was playing his twelfth game of footy. Um, had three goals in the first half, four goals in the first half. Ollie Lord, three in the first quarter. Very encouraging. Very Ports encouraging. He's got, he's Ports got a, first two of the game, I think. Got a very big future that kid, but they need to they need to give him support. Dixon, is he going to be back? I reckon there's there's talk he could they be said rushed back in. They said he'll be back, but. Um, but and in saying that, Dixon does take another big defender. Although I do knock Dixon a bit for not doing as much. He could easily they, bob up and have five goals here. So they had Marshall, Lord, as big blokes up forward. I'm trying to think who the... Marshall absolutely missed two two shots that should have been goals. And he's he's pulled a Fritchie. You know, is he, <laughs> is he capable of going back? Well, I think he has played defence, but... You're robbing yourself badly there. With their midfield, but, I think but, they can... I think but they can drop, dropping Lord wouldn't be fair. 
dropping him. Dropping him for for undroppable. <laughs> for Dixon coming. No, I think they'd play all three of them forward. Yeah, right. But the the issue they've had all, all along is the 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 deficiencies down back, and now that Jonas is actually out, like, supposedly injured for the rest of the year. Tell you um, what, the yeah. Uh, tell you what, Brisbane's. I'll say blanketing of of the Port midfield. They seem to. I reckon that was their only shining light. They, they kept them in the game. Butters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but there wasn't much more. But they haven't. They didn't have games that that have won games for Port this year, like they. I think Rosie had a, had a, a big long goal. Uh, the Hornet, uh, he did some good things. I still sit there going. He's nineteen. Like uh, he, he gonna be all right once he grows up. I reckon by the time he's by the time he's done, he'll be the. Um, I said it after a skinful, but I reckon by the time he's done, he'll be their best player to have pulled on a Paul Guernsey. Be very interested to see how he goes as a twenty-three or four-year-old. Oh, when when he's, he's doing had multiple pre-seasons under his belt, he's had, uh, like you said, growing up a bit. But fuck, the kid gets targeted. But when you see when you see two years ago in a sample prelim. As an actual kid, he say to his teammates, uh, "Grab on the back of my jumper. I'm dragging you to a grand final." And wasn't quite capable of getting there. Well, you look at the three blokes who have carried Port for probably I think most of the year. I think Zach Butters had 29 touches. Um, it's probably okay. Connor Rosie had 28 touches and a goal. Um, yeah. Sorry, Bluetooth. Um, and then you've got uh, Dan Houston. It's had another 27 touches. Um, the biggest issue there, though, is they, they didn't get support. I mean, Power Pepper had 19. Drew didn't really... He had 20, didn't touch much. Dersma hasn't really done much. Um, yeah. Ollie Wines is the one that I'm just still baffled with. And um, I don't understand uh, what what's going on with Ollie Wines. I mean, Ollie Wines had three kicks, 11 handballs, one mark, one tackle. This is a guy who 18 months ago was the Brownlow medalist and supposedly the best player in the comp, but he had the the football on a string. Mm. Could not, could, was never getting a game under 30 be, touches. He, be he's interested. the biggest 180 of a player I've seen in a very long time. Be interested, is it whether it's him or the way he's been coached or... Or the role he's expected to play now is that different? Like, well, I think you got, you like got what? What is got your number one and two mids of Butters and Rosie? Yeah, um, but they were there when he won the brown line. They were rolling through the midfield. They've obviously got a but bit older, they, a bit but, fitter. But they were there, but they weren't weren't spending the time in but this, when, in when, the guts that they're not four like, or five like, years. Removed. Like Rosie, then was a half forward flank. Yeah, but we're not four or five years removed from his brown line year. It's two years. Yeah, two seasons. But he, but last year wasn't wasn't setting the world on fire. Either. Absolutely stunk it up last year. Um, yeah, he's he's a long way off, and I, I can't put my finger on it. Um, but I mean, Lysette coming in uh, helped him, and he's he's had thirty eight hit outs. Now, just while we're on port, yes, reports yesterday that if Port lose, it may be Boke's last game for the power. Yeah, well, this is where I find it ridiculous too. They say we want him to retire if, if with a year to go on his contract, doesn't he? Or is this? Oh, I've not even checked that bit of it. I think that's the issue. I think they said if you can't play out, if you can't play out a season, 
we don't want you to play and we want you to retire. Now, whether that's because he's got a year to go on his contract or they don't want to not offer you a contract and you go out the way that that's going to maybe go down is we want you to retire. But uh, <clears throat> I think I think Boat could have been... Boat, could have, Boat is a, shouldn't be a sub. I don't think he's a sub-type player. I reckon he's a player that might need a bit to get into the game um, at his age. Could you play him a heart loose off half-back? Could you play him as a wingman? Could you play him as a forward? I don't know. I don't think having him as a sub is... Look, we know that we know that someone with young with pace to come on, not boat to come on. Yeah, yeah. right. Do you so. reckon uh, if we turn that around to Adelaide, yeah. is Sloan a sub? No, absolutely not. So same and no, I think for for pretty much the same reason. Exactly the same say? reason. I can't see why you'd have any older person as a sub. You'd want someone to come on that can jump into a game very quickly with a bit of pace. Uh, he's uncontracted. Well, there you go. I think they don't. Want according him. to Zero Hanger for next year. Well, then that's the case. They don't want to say we're not giving you a contract and you can just float off. We want you to retire and go out the champion you are. So they got a bit of bit of issues there. But um, sorry, we, we did skip over the St Kilda GWS one, but we will quickly divert back to it. GWS um, toyed with St Kilda. They kept teasing. That is that is absolutely the best. They could have rolled them by 80 points. They, they'd kick away, then St Kilda would let, they'd let them come back, then kick away, come they, back. And they, GWS they did not were, look like losing that game, ever. The, they were clearly the better side and only gave out as many petrol tickets as they needed to. They were, they were just and, like, nah. And uh, the AFL were correct in putting that game at MCG for crowd 70! 70! So what, 69,800 something? Yeah. I thought they might get 55, they might push over 60. To get that is fucking huge. The St Kilda people came out and supported yep. their side to no avail in the end. But, I mean, St Kilda still, as a lot of people, I still think they probably overachieved. I mean, they kept hanging on into the eight well, there. Well, um, I said, from, since round five, I was going, how, how this might have been the eight. And I reckon if you go back to our episode from round eight... Or nine talking about GWS, how we said they're just not a bottom four side when you look at the games they've lost. They'd lost about four of those games by I think six of their losses were under 10 points. Mm. Now they've turned it around and they're, they're every time, every chance of going through to a prelim, not because it's playing against Port Adelaide, but in, on the other hand, it is because they're playing Port Adelaide because but, but, but apart from Port Cal- looking uh, look weak at the moment, but apart GWS from Carlton, strong. if you go the last 10 weeks. Apart from Carlton, GWS are the, oh, uh, the second best team in the comp. Just absolutely humming. What? So, watch out, Port Adelaide. There could be a big, big sound when, after the game. When I've got multiple Port supporters that are usually all, like, doesn't matter how things are, it's like, ah, oh, we got this easy. I had three say to me yesterday. Oh. Well, the writing's been on the wall for the last... Seven weeks for Port. They, but, they but, but then the injuries at the wrong time. and oh, injuries and at the wrong time. And players who, who were in form eight, nine weeks ago are all of a sudden dropping out of form. Mm. Like Marshall's playing good. Finlayson was, was kicking goals and getting marks. And he was, he was really, mm. really bad on, yeah. on Saturday night. Um, you need those blokes to stand up. Your midfield, you don't, you don't need your butter. You don't need Butters and Rosie. And Houston to pull their fingers out. Their, their yeah, fingers are well and truly out. Yeah. You need the other blokes to step up. And 
Um, and maybe lift a bit, but but not. Oh, I reckon you need. Yeah, they've got less than thirty, so they should be getting more than that if they're. I'd say their. I would say their second midfield rotation is probably hurting them too. Yeah, uh, the blokes rolling through. So, um, well, we'll look for. We, we've gone over the round that's been. Now we've got the round to come. Friday night, Carlton, Melbourne. Um, fuck, you, Melbourne. Are, there's a there's a there's a uh, yeah, stat there that you don't want to be. No, I'm not. I have my chil- my girls with me, so we will be watching it. From my lounge room, but if they win, I will go to Brisbane. So there's there's a um, yeah, there's a stat you don't want. They, they could be the first side ever to lose four consecutive finals if they drop this. Um, and saying that, they they said that's going out in straight sets. But there's about four other clubs over the last ten years that have done straight sets over two years. So Hawthorne did it, fourteen sixteen. Geelong did it in a couple of years. So what do you mean straight sets over two years? Straight sets over two years, meaning you've lost. Straight sets one year, you might have won a final the next year, but then straight sets the year, up, oh. year after. Right. Um, so that's just a stat you don't want. Um, not that you don't want. You doesn't want matter. It doesn't really matter. You but want to win the fucking game. So uh, I think... Yeah. If you if you win all your finals and lose the grand final, yeah, straight no. that or straight sets, or it doesn't matter. The biggest issue this week is um, they're playing in front of another 100,000 crowd. It's going to be... Probably more Carlton supporters. I don't know the way the the way the ticketing system was going. Oh no, that was a, that was a Melbourne. Home. I think this is classed as a Melbourne home game, so I think they might get a there's no more. There's no home games in uh, finals, mate. It's an AFL. It's an AFL round. There's a home team and away team. There's a team that wears white shorts and a team that wears coloured shorts, but there's not. You don't think Port got more percentage of tickets for the Adelaide home game? Uh more percentage of tickets were taken up by Port supporters, but but it's not done on a anyway. It's well, not well, done on that. Really doesn't mean shit. I still think there'll be quite more Carlton supporters because they have come out in force. So um, and and they're probably hungry for it. It's been been a while for the uh, Italian faithful. <laughs> the Italian faithful, yeah. Lygon Street will be on fire if they uh, get through to a prelim. They they will go berserk there, I reckon. So mm. and whereas the the ski slopes might uh, empty out a little bit more if Melbourne can get up. And no, they'll lift because because they'll. That that battle I think is number one midfield, but number one number two has got to be Melbourne's forward line. If that forward line hums, I think Melbourne can have a good win. Yep. Um, the other game, so I'm tipping Melbourne. Obviously, you're tipping. <sighs> Melbourne have to be have to lift. Yeah. And their middle tier players have to lift and not just expect that it's going to happen for them to for go, him to get up. Go and I can't. I with how I've spoken about Carlton all year, I can't tip Carlton. I think Spargo comes in with James Jordan and maybe Tom or Tomlinson. The release. Uh, oh, I keep Smith, forgetting about Tomlinson Smith to go forward again. Yep. Smith, like Smith provides a lot for it. He's got to do it regularly, but mm. he competes in the air, brings it to ground, um, which is what you want. Which is what Ben Ruin did. Didn't have a heap of success. Mm. So, uh, but Carlton. I'm not saying he can't get better, but he's he's. Uh, does Carlton bring in another just big from a, a game? Does Carlton yeah. bring in another game for Mackay, or do they use De Koning forward and Pittnett and swap them forward, and just have two big forwards and try and stretch Lever and May to 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 maybe man up more and play there, or does Tomlinson then? Mm. 
So give me some selection curveballs there. Um, uh, selection curveballs in both games both because games. because ports. Well, GWS should go in unchanged. Um, You'd exp- I can't can't remember see. hearing any. Oh, and another player we haven't mentioned there, Tom Green. Fuck me drunk, that kid is so good. Tom, the, the green. There's another T green that goes right there. Another T sure. green that goes right. But Tommy Green had 38 touches and just ran that midfield. And did the, you the see guy his looks thing? Like he doesn't get out of second gear. And and I don't know whether it was after that game, but the GWS um, media team camera on him as they were walking off the field, and I don't know whether it was that game or another game. And he's just looked straight down the barrel of the GoPro and go anytime, anywhere. <laughs> and I was like. Might have been that game, I don't know. But he, he is a superstar player. And he and he's still a kid. Um, he's only two years old. I like your call on season. that. Never looks like he's out of second year. Just right, he's like Lenny Hayes. Like just, okay. and, and penalty styles. Like they got that yeah. lun, lunging run. But uh, he's, yeah. the amount of contested footy he wins and dishes out to his runners. And they did that without Canilio. Sorry, there is a change. Oh, Canilio will come in. He was laid out. Unbelievable. They did it so easy with that one of their number one... Mids, so and like like one of their number one mids of of their history. Yeah, see, Pro- yeah. probably their number one mid of their history. Yeah, probably so. We you, supporter got him to contend with now, so that's a big. Is that a fifty fifty game? I I'll still I lean more towards GWS and the, they're, they're uh, Porter Porter be favourite because it's be, in Adelaide. Be good to see a former John Cale medalist come to town with his new team and. Get the job done. The one that got away for Richmond, mm. Kingsley Hunter, had him sitting there. Kingsley waiting. Hunter, sorry, Wowzers, Adam Kingsley. Um, yeah, the one that got away for Richmond. Um, I mean, we quickly touch on it. Nah, we don't need anything. It's finals time. The other stuff will come. We have got trade period. Trade. Oh, can't wait. Actual, the real stuff. Not this rubbish. So you, you like trade season more than footy season? Oh, without doubt. But without footy season, there's no trade season. Yeah. You can have footy season without trade season. So you like the thing that can't exist without the thing that does exist. I, we'll leave that I didn't. You. I didn't say I dislike football. <laughs> I just like the trade period better. Maybe called it rubbish. Hey? You said rubbish. Yeah, it is rubbish. <laughs> it's, it's, when your team's not in, it is all rubbish. Well, there's four to go. There's six teams remaining. Let's... Uh, Let's enjoy the weekend of footy and we'll reconvene next week, eh, mate? Go the orange team. The orange team. (laughs) What's her name? Underwood. Underwood. Hopefully we don't have her this week. Bye-bye.